business to new insane revenue levels doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about the right strategy, team, efficiencies, and confidence. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. With over 1 million downloads, it's the go-to business podcast dedicated to business owners who want to evolve out of operating in the day-to-day and make their dreams come true. I'm your host, Annette Walter, and I'm so happy you are here. As a former banker, I have now been an entrepreneur for over 15 years and have started, grown, acquired, and sold over 20 multi-million dollar companies to date. Together, you and I will strengthen your existing business, build your dream team and process, grow your wealth and legacy, all while surrounding you with a community of rockstar entrepreneurs just like yourself. Are you ready to evolve? Let's get started. Hi, hi. Welcome to today's Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. Today is a sweet interview. That's what I have to say about today. And there is a pun intended there. Kathy Nelson is the owner and chief toffee maker of Baltimore's MFG Toffee and Bark Company. Kathy is a former producer of NBC's Today Show and a freelance producer of several organizations, including HGTV, Food Network, and the National Geographic. An avid cook, baker, and candy maker, chocolate was her side hustle until it took over. So this is a fabulous story about using your network, using your resources, and simply going for it. You're going to really feel her creative spirit and be energized by everything that she shares on this episode, including a lot of her resources that she shares with the audience. I'm excited you're here. I'm happy you're here. Make sure you hit subscribe to be automatically notified when our guest interviews and express tips drop every Tuesday and Friday. And if you haven't had the chance to schedule some time with me so that we can learn more and take a deeper dive on your business, make sure you click the link in the show notes to schedule your free business coaching session with me personally. I am really proud of you, entrepreneur. Keep evolving and thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the podcast, Kathy. How are you? I am just fine. How are you? I am great. I'm really happy you are here today. We are joined by Kathy Nelson, owner and chief toffee maker of Baltimore's MFG Toffee and Bark Company. You have a delicious, delicious business. Well, yeah, we do. I mean, we've been really fortunate. We are actually the chief toffee maker came in when I was doing my bank papers for my account. And he said, well, what's your title? And I said, um, and he said, president. I said, no. He said, CEO. He said, that sounds too pretentious. He said, well, I have to write something down. I said, why don't we do CTO, CTM? And he said, what? I said, chief toffee maker. So it's stuck. It's, <laughs> it is what I do. It's perfect. And I simply love it. So why don't you walk us through your entrepreneurial journey? Take us back to the beginning and then up to date. So um, I took a hard left into this. I I tend to take a hard left into a lot of uh, career choices. Um, I graduated from from music school, classically trained in piano and in voice. Um, I was going down that route for a while and realized it wasn't for me. And several years ago, I walked into a television station uh, helping a theater company doing a Christmas special. And I said, this is what I want to do when I grow up. So um, I worked for two years to try and get a job at the local WRC affiliate here in Washington, D.C. 
Um, they finally hired me as the production assistant on the religious show that aired at five o'clock in the morning. And I don't think many people saw it, but that's okay. My mother-in-law did. But uh, so at one point I said, you know, I've got to do a little bit something more with this. So long story short, there was an opening on the Today Show. Um, I applied for that opening. They absolutely rejected me uh, out of hand. And I said, okay, maybe I can figure something out here. So for two months, I wrote copy for the intros for all of the interviews that they did. So I wrote the intro, like today we have so-and-so and so-and-so. I wrote the questions. I wrote the suggested answers and follow-ups. And at one point, this is when Chris Wallace was, was still with the uh, show a long time ago. He came down to my office. He said, if you stop slipping these under my door at two o'clock in the morning, will, will, if I hire you, will you stop? And I said, sure. And so I stayed with the Today Show for about 12 years, um, wow. started my own production company. And, you know, I've had a very successful video business. It's still thriving out there. But um, the toffee company came in because I was making my grandmother's recipe for toffee and giving it away for Christmas presents and kid presents, et cetera, for teachers. And it just grew. And then particularly during the pandemic, a little bit before, I have a good friend here in Baltimore who opened a catering business and said, I want to sell your candy. And so I said, well, I don't have a professional kitchen. And she said, no, I'll give you the kitchen. Just, I want to sell your candy. So one thing led to another. We started with the one English walnut toffee that was my grandmother's. And yeah. then it just went on and on and on from there. We now have 16 different flavors. Uh, we used the pandemic wisely. We tasted a lot of chocolate. We developed a lot of fun recipes, um, drove my husband crazy because at two o'clock in the morning, I'm on my phone going, hmm, apricots would be good. Where do they grow? Turkey. What else grows there? Well, pistachios grow there. Let's do a Turkish apricot park. And wow. so, <laughs> so we've, honestly, it's been a lot of fun. We've kept our growth really slow uh, intentionally to be able to get all of our best business practices together, be able to get our recipes standardized. And now we're sort of at the uh, point where we're about to jump off the deep end. What a fabulous story. I love how you turned your creativity in the, the word, like in the written content space and the video space and the, and the publication space. And you really turned that into um, a yummy, delicious treat, like something so creative, like apricot pistachio. That just that's just you're highly creative, and I love just the both sides of that, right? Well, I, I appreciate it. I think sometimes I, I think that it's all about enticing people. It's all about engaging people, and whether you're engaging them with words or whether you're engaging them with chocolate, I think it's still a matter of trying to get to where their their sensibilities are, where their heart is, where their passions are. Um, you know, it's one of the things when I was doing interviews with the Today Show for folks, um, I always tried to put myself in their shoes. Generally speaking, as you know, you're either getting people at the top of their game or at the bottom of their game. And mm -hmm. I think you have to respect that. And I think that you have to kind of be able to assimilate into that. Mm -hmm. So when you have a chocolate business, what I've discovered is that you might not like white chocolate. I wasn't a big fan, but I developed recipes that I love now. And now people will try them and they'll say, I really don't like white chocolate. And I'll say, well, just give it a shot. And it changes their minds. And that's fun. That's just a fun thing to do. It is lots of fun. So do you miss the tea space? The what space? I'm sorry. 
do you do you miss you know the the TV space that that type of day to day hustle and grind so to speak? So you know it's it's all been sort of an evolution. I still do videos. Um, I just finished a big project for the state of Oregon. I was with this was fun. I was with a Michelin chef, and we went down up and down the coast of Oregon doing the food trail, okay. and. Let me tell you, that was fantastic. <laughs> and then he's become a good friend. But, you know, I still have that. But this is really taking over a much bigger space in my life. And that's all right. Um, you know, we'll apply my video sensibilities and writing abilities to what we're doing now. And, I, and like you said, I think it's just, as you know, with what you do, it's, it's the creative process. Mm -hmm. And so I do not need to be on a national television show to be able to enjoy that creative process. I can do it with chocolate. Yes. So you're finding all of these um, fun outlets. So what's your favorite flavor? Oh God, everybody asks me that. I know, I know. I was like, oh, it's such a cliche question, but I have Sometimes to it's what I'm smelling that day. Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, my grandmother's recipe is always going to be near and dear to our hearts. It's kind of funny because the recipe card, which I'm trying to get restored right now, is all brown and worn and it's um, half in English and half in Italian. So oh. we're Italian, both sides all the way back. She came over from Italy way, way back when. And I think she must have met a nice British lady and maybe they traded marinara and toffee recipes. I have no idea, but it's just a, it's just a great recipe. And I really try to respect that recipe and everything else that we do um, because she was very proud of it. And I, and again, whether it's TV or whatever, you want to be proud of everything you do out there. Um, and have it, everybody may not love what you do, but somebody, it's gonna hit different palettes, different ways. And that's, that's that's the kind of fun part. So that was my answer without answering you, but- I was gonna say, I do like our coffee line. So we have a whole line of coffee toffees. Mm. So we have an Italian cappuccino. So that, that crunchy part in the middle is infused with a dark espresso, Italian roast espresso. And then it's got a white Italian chocolate on it with shaved almonds and a Trapanese Sicilian sea salt to finish it. So we've got that. We've got a, a salted caramel latte, um, mm. which is in that same group. So we've got two or three now. We just developed a Swiss mocha uh, with hazelnuts on it. So it's just, wow. it's just yummy things that you put together. I think the biggest challenge has been um, making sure that the chocolates don't overpower or no ingredient overpowers the other. And yeah. I think what's been most gratifying to us are two yeah. things. People say toffee sticks to my teeth and this one doesn't. And mm -hmm. that's because we've worked on them very hard. And the other is just being able to put the chocolate together with the other ingredients so that they all complement each other and one doesn't overpower the other. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a $25 chocolate, a pound chocolate to be the best chocolate. It might be an $8 pound chocolate but it's the one that's going to resonate the best to make everything complement everything else. So it's so interesting because a lot of people would listen to this story and story and say, Oh my goodness, she's like classic side hustle, right? So she was here and then kind of started making her chocolates and passing them out to teachers gifts and all of this. And then now she has this booming business on the side. So walk us through those elementary infant stages of the business. You know, what was kind of big step one, big step two, big step three that happened that you really remember that were like, oh my goodness, something's happening here. Sure. No, I appreciate that question. So 
I think that it really starts, you start with that idea. You start to develop that. I had my friend Silva who said, you've got to start making this. But I think more importantly, um, what, whatever I've done in my life, um, and somebody said this to me, I've sort of had my own personal board of directors. And I think everybody should have their own board of directors. I'm not talking a corporate board, I'm talking a personal board. People that you trust, it might be a best friend, it might be a lawyer, it might be a teacher, it might be someone along the way that you met that you really admire, a neighbor. And you have those people out there, you bounce ideas off, but then you make it your own. You say, thank you very much. And then you may take some, you may not take some, but you have to really own what you're doing. And I think that that's really important, especially for women to do that. We're hundred percent women owned business. Um, and we really take that very much to heart. Um, we make sure that everything we're doing is gonna push that whole agenda forward. We also have a personal agenda with the community. Um, Baltimore has had its ups and downs. We really wanna support this community. During the pandemic, I don't know how many thousands of bags we gave away to wow. first responders and to nurses and to people that just needed a little bit of a lift. Yeah. So beside that, I think your, your business plan is always important, but I think it's not, it has to be a fluid thing um, because there are going to be changes along the way. Um, we were also very blessed in being able to meet someone who um, is literally very high up in the food chain. He was a neighbor of a neighbor and a, of a friend and they said, you know, I, I want my neighbor to try this. He'll really like it. And then it turns out that this man was like, he could be on Shark Tank easily. I'm not kidding. Oh, but fast. he has been that guy who we talk to every four to six months. Uh -huh. And he'll say, do this, do this, do this, do this. And I write everything down and I check off the list and we call him again. And one of the things he said to me is he said, you know, so many people have a great idea. So many people want to start businesses, but they're not willing to do that grunt work. They're not willing to do the little teeny things yeah. that are going to make it work. Um, you know, the business of doing business is the hardest part for me, making the toffee, coming up with the ideas, you know, doing fun things at a blog, that's all easy for me. Doing the spreadsheets, knowing what my sensibilities are, knowing what I do well and what I don't do well, um, and giving those tasks to other people that'll do them better than me. And I think that's a, that's a really key uh, that you can't do everything. You simply can't. I mean, you're not going to be good at every single thing. And if you're not good at, you know, QuickBooks, you find somebody that is and you trust those people. Oh, those are such good nuggets of information. Having your personal advisory board, you know, really finding that mentor that believes in you and it can give you solid advice yep. and then outsourcing things that aren't the highest best use of your time, or frankly, that, you know, you just don't have an expertise in is great. Exactly. I think Wonderful. the other thing is that you can also, um, in any city right now, in any state, um, you have to really do your homework. But the other thing is connecting with other small businesses. And that's been a huge thing. But through that, we've found grants. We found EIDL money that I never thought was out there. We just got a $30,000 grant to have our rent paid for a year and our, our new little chocolate factory that we're moving into. So those are wonderful things. And there are lots of grants for women-owned businesses. Um, I'll give a plug to a, 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 um, a site called Hello Alice. And if you go to Hello Alice, you'll find every single grant that's out there and available for anybody. You know, it depends on what you're doing, whether you're, you know, a wood carver or a furniture maker or a toffee maker. There are grants out there. 
and they kind of guide you through that. And then they also have other people on the site that can help you with the business side, that can help you with the marketing side, they can do a lot of different things. So they have been a great resource for us. Um, they've been really terrific. That's such a that's such a kind share of you. I really appreciate that. Hello, Alice, H-E-L-L-O-A-L-I-C-E. D-E, right, exactly. Oh, D-E or E? You said oh Alice is in the name A L I C E hello C-E-3. Alice good so what well first of all I have to ask a question about your grandma did she have a kitchen <laughs> in the basement <laughs> yes she did did yours yeah. I mean it's yes, I'm, I have an Italian grandmother I'm of the same there you go. and you just you you gave me like such like oh gosh wonderful smells of all of the, the memories in in the basement right? in the kitchen it's just precious so well you know part of that is that back in the day, I mean, nobody had air conditioning or anything. And that was the coolest place to cook. And she was constantly cooking. She never stopped cooking. My mother was the same way. I'm the same way. I love to cook. But it was, you know, those smells coming out of the basement. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Right with you. So what's the future of MFG look like? So right now, um, our, our, like I said, our little Shark Tank guy said, um, (laughs) <laughs> so do you want to open up to 20 toffee shops? I went, no, <laughs> I, I think at this point, what we'd like to do, um, our goal is to either license the recipes or to sell the company. Um, and that's what we're working toward. We were just approved by the Specialty Foods Association with our product. They love it. Um, we're going to be in the new product pavilion in June in New York. Um, we're talking to people like Gold Belly, people are from Whole Foods are talking to us, et cetera. So really, honestly, at this point, and this is another thing I will tell you, tell anybody, we really have kept our growth down. I mean, really, really teeny because we didn't want to take the next big step and crash. Um, so it feels like it's going to take too long. It's five years, whatever. But I think it's worth the wait because once you're there, you're there and Somebody said to me, they want, um, there's a company called FAIR that's, uh, that goes to small businesses, to small grocers, to boutique shops, and sells people like me to them, my company to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to them and they said, you know, you have a great product. We'd like to do this. And this is not just FAIR, but others. And I said, well, what do the analytics look like? Well, they're great for chocolate, but make sure you're ready for the wave because this is an international site. And you're going to get two or three orders the first month, and then you could get 50 the next, and you could get 150 the next after that. So we're just preparing for that. I'm sure that we're not completely prepared, but, um, you know, once I find a good supplier for oxygen, I think I'll be fine. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, and, you know, I think that that's a really important topic that I see in a lot of the food and beverage space is finding the right channel of distribution, Right finding your wit right um, avenue that feels good to you that that is smart from a dollar and cent standpoint um, right. and really figuring out where you want to be in the end right are you B2B? Exactly. are you b2c you know are you using um, a third party to help you with that and it can be extremely overwhelming um, as you are uncovering everything. Right. Well, and I'm not classically trained, but I have learned a lot about chocolate. I, you know, I reach out to master chocolatiers. I've taken tempering classes. I've done, you know, lots of obviously an online research and all that, but it's a, you know, this is a pretty fine art. This is a pretty sophisticated thing. 
And we've just been lucky, I think. Um, people in the industry have really been amazing guides. That chef that I worked with in Oregon has been, you know, on my little personal board of directors. And I and I he's that. led me to other people um, across the world who have been able to ask questions about. And, and it's been invaluable. So um, that's, you know, again, using your resources wisely, like any Girl Scout, you know, making yes. sure that you reach out to the people and not being afraid to ask. I mean, there's a lot of different things, you know, for me, um, technical revolution, notwithstanding, it's been, you know, it's, it's challenging to keep up with everything. Um, there are tempering machines out there that are extremely sophisticated and I have to make sure I know how to use them, um, you know, and, and, and make sure that I can, I can operate all this equipment successfully. Right. Absolutely. This is so exciting. So, um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. So I'll ask you a few more questions as we wrap sure. up here. What keeps you going? We wrap up sure. here. What keeps you going? Mantra or anything that you kind of say to yourself in those moments of overwhelm or doubt or fear or anxiety? I think that um, it's funny. Um, a couple of things keep me going. I have a brand new little baby uh, in the world. Uh, my daughter just had a little girl and that gives me so much joy. Um, I also think that... Uh, you know, I, I have been very blessed. I wake up every day and kind of look in the mirror, whether it was doing today's show stuff or doing this or the food network or whatever. And I'll say, wow, somebody is actually paying me to do this. Yeah. This is, this is amazing. And I don't take that lightly. I really don't. Um, there are days like right now at the beginning of the Christmas season where, um, you know, I'm pretty tired at the end of the day. And, right. um, Sometimes I can't feel my whole hand, but that's okay. You know, right. it's, it's a means to an end. And there's, it's not always, always going to be, you know, happy, happy, joy, joy. There's going to be moments where it's really exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no question about it. But, you know, you keep motivated. You keep motivated. The things that keep you motivated in life, you know, your family, your friends, um, blessed with good health. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just keep on doing that. And um, a simple glass of white wine never hurts. <laughs> right. That's right. And a good piece of chocolate, right? There you go. <laughs> so, okay. So I know that I need to define some of your products because my mother-in-law, this is like her favorite thing, Jolly Jolly Ranchers and Toffee Barks. Like she loves, loves, loves it. I am so, all over that. Does she like chocolate? Does she like milk, dark? She likes the, the milk, chocolate, the, like the traditional, you know, yep. just the traditional so where can we find you? Where can we support you? What if people are thinking about corporate gifts? Are you doing corporate gifts? Tell us everything and anything of how we so, can support yeah. you. So we do a lot of corporate. So our website, our new website is going up in about two weeks. So there's one up there now, but we're doing a Shopify website, which is going to make the whole shopping experience much easier for everybody. We just did a huge photo shoot, et cetera. Okay. So um, I would say in another about week or two, we should be up with that. We are up now, but um, okay. it'll be much more robust when we get up in a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, so we do do corporate gifts. We've done a lot of uh, things for the American Heart Association. We did 500 bags for their big auction. Uh, we do auctions. We do, um, I'm doing 200 bags for a, a law firm. Um, yeah. We did, uh, so, and we'll do customizing as well. So okay. we do um, these custom gifts so that we'll put somebody's logo on it. And then so sort of powered by MFG Toffee in the back. Um, we do do some wedding work. Um, wedding work is a whole other universe, but mm-hmm. what we are developing, which is kind of fun, and we'll have this up the first quarter of next year. So we're doing do do yourself do your own uh, DIY favors. 
So instead of me putting together all the little favor bags and all that, I'll give them little bags of chocolate. I'll give them the bows in their color. I'll give them, you know, stickers that have the, nice. the, the two of them on there. And then you can have a great party with your wedding party, you know, your that. bridesmaids great and be idea. able to put together all your favors. That saves them money. Yeah. It saves us time. And okay. I think it's just a really fun concept. So it that's, really that's something that'll be coming next year. That's great. Well, we're going to drop all of that information around here. It's interesting with food and beverage, a lot of my um, clients that are in that space right now, they are really asking a lot about shipping. Do you have any advice about shipping right now uh, or any resources that you can share with the audience? Sure. So um, again, so we, we very rarely ship in the summer because chocolate and okay. summer just does not right. go well together. Right. We will, we use dry ice. It's expensive. Okay. Sometimes it's more expensive than the product, but if people really want it, and they do, we'll do that. Um, again, this, our Shopify is going to be pretty powerful. Um, we'll be able to use whatever, uh, you know, party we want to generally UPS is best for us, mm -hmm. but it'll help us with all of that. Um, if we go with some of these online companies like fair, where, um, they will, I mean, we'll, they'll send us the shipping labels, they'll pay for the shipping, et cetera. Uh -huh. So there's, there's a lot of places out there that are pretty innovative. Mm -hmm. um, Stamps.com is another one, but we've found that with Shopify, okay. we're going to be able to get it kind of all done in the same space, which, oh, is, which will be good. That's great. That's great insight and great intel. So thank you so much for being here. I simply love your creativeness. I love the company and where you're going with everything. And, you know, you are just getting started. The best is yet to come. So we can't wait to see how things unfold for you in the future. And thanks for sharing everything here today. I really appreciate it. Thank happening. you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And let me know, I will send your mother all that topic. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thanks, Kathy. Take care. Thanks. Wow. What an episode. Did you learn something new? I hope so. I am so happy you were able to be here with us today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review and I will be sure to read it and respond to you. Also, if you'd like to email me, my email address is urock at iEvolveConsulting.com. Hit subscribe and every Tuesday you'll get notification when the next episode drops. We really have some amazing interviews and tips in the future. Anything you need, I'm here for you. I want you to keep your momentum. I want to help you stay accountable. I want you to stay inspired. I want you to evolve. So please let me know what you need and I'd love to hear from you. Take care until next time.